I'm David S. Dawson from the Intellectual Podcast, a show that spotlights creatives from all walks of life, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other incredibly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to an all-new Better Podcasting Live. I am Stephen Jondra, and I am pleased to say that the live Stargate Pioneer is here. As opposed to the asleep but animated Stargate Pioneer. Right. That's true. Yes, if you're checking this out for the first time, uh, we do every other week a live Q&A, live chat. Still working that name. Still uh, workshopping it. Uh, but yes, we are here to just stream live on Tuesday, March 24th to Geeks.Live. We will just take your chat questions. We'll take your uh, questions elsewhere if you've got any. And then we'll just muse for a little while otherwise. And I would think I'll go off and, and start here with a little bit of musing. All to do with Windows 10. Uh, I'll just mention here for a minute that uh, a couple weeks ago, I reinstalled Windows 10. And yeah, I've had a couple of weird quirks getting everything back to normal. But uh, luckily, I've done that a few times that I'm pretty familiar with the process that is needed for my podcast reinstall. And... Um, goes well generally. Uh, last Sunday when I went to uh, edit the Better Podcasting Show, actually Saturday, I found myself full of stuff to reinstall that I forgot about, like a bunch of plugins and things like that. So that took a little while, which put my editing off by a day, but I got there eventually. But then for some reason, when I went to actually record Better Podcasting last week, if you look at the video side of things, you will see that there is no episode number on the bottom right corner because for some reason I couldn't get my fonts to install right. And I discovered uh, just the other day that apparently for some reason, when I copied them into the Windows 10 font directory, it didn't work like it's always worked. Instead, I had to go and copy them specifically into the um, fonts installation section under the font settings in control panel. It was bizarre. I've never had to do that before. So Anywho, long story short, uh, Windows 10 sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck that bad. I mean, it's not like Windows ME or anything like that. But yeah, it, there's some problems with it. And I've recently had issues with Windows 10, which we'll get to in a second. I just have to get to a comment in the chat there. We've got Damien the DM calling you out. And I know that you have something in your possession that can help you fix this right now. But Damien is saying, what only a gonna geek might flag and not a better podcasting mic flag for you, Steven? Uh, yeah, Damien, I've been rocking this mic flag for God, a couple of years now. Um, I haven't had a better podcasting one. I've only had the gonna geek one because it's so cool. And uh, we're on the gonna geek network. So I will represent um, yes, I do have a 3D printer. Maybe one day I'll, I'll change this and see. But uh, yeah, it's still in the box. I uh, started to clean up the space that I needed when all of a sudden we got in lockdown. So now I, we're not officially in lockdown. We're headed that way. But you know what I mean? We're everybody's supposed to stay home. So I uh, have a cabinet that needs to go. But at this point, I'm thinking like I was going to sell it, but I'm not going to get too much for it. I'm probably just going to put it out there and say free. <laughs> just get rid of it and hope someone 
somebody wants it because I, I need to start doing that. But yes, I've used the Gunna Geek mic flag for, uh, I would probably say two years. So your brother lives close by, you know, within 15 minutes or so, right? No, he's about 30, 40. 30? Okay, 30, 30, 40 minutes. So he's basically under the same lockdown as you are, right? Yep. And he made the mic flag for you originally, right? Right. So what you're saying is I should go and uh, get him to do it now? Yeah, he's got nothing better to do. The problem is, uh, if we're going to redesign it, and there's circuitry in there, if we're going to redesign it, um, I, it's got to be dual purposes. I'm not going to pull it off and put it on every time. So it'd have to be one side gonna geek one side better podcasting we'll see we'll see what the year brings me okay we'll see sp just just you just okay. hold hold your horses i got a couple ideas of things that maybe i'll do maybe i won't even be here for real i'll just 3d print myself so you hold your horses who's to say your brother hasn't 3d printed you in the first place exactly so anyways i wanted to mention that right now get that out of the way with windows 10 as well i thought we would just do another piece of hardware talk uh and i heard you were we're going to talk about your SSD situation. Yeah, so I can't remember when it was. It was last year when I did the SSD conversions. I think it was last year when I was doing SSD conversions in my laptops, in my podcasting desktop. Well, because of the lockdown, it was time to resurrect some computers around the house, some laptops, and make them affordable towards um, telework, basically. And even though they work just fine, you know, booting up on an HDD on a laptop takes forever. So the wife was like, I don't want to use this anymore. We need to buy a new one. I'm like, I'm not going to buy you a new one. Are you going to buy a new one? No, I'm not going to buy a new one. Uh, just say, I guess it just won't work. I'm like, oh, that's up to you. But uh, eventually I said, well, one thing I can do for it is I can put in an SSD as a hard drive for the OS. And she said, okay, let's try that. So there's no M.2 slot in this computer. It must have predated that by a year, maybe. It's not that old of a computer, but it had no M.2 slot. So had to go for the traditional SSD. So I pulled out the old two and a half inch hard drive and I tried to clone it using my podcast rig, which had the cloning software that I did for its upgrade a few weeks ago. And I used the uh, USB uh, enclosures and a USB to SATA connector to try to clone it and using the EaseUS cloning software. So I did that once. I threw it in the laptop and unfortunately it just wouldn't boot. I'm like, well, maybe it's a bad clone. So I cloned it again. These clones, by the way, take it was a one terabyte drive, which was almost full. So it takes like uh, three to three and a half hours. For each one of these runs. So I did another clone, put it in there, same things. I tried like 20 different things that I found online and in YouTube, trying to just do go into the command prompt and and refresh the boot record and stuff like that. None of it was working. So I'm like, well crap, I'm gonna have to go from I'm gonna have to do a fresh install, which is just gonna piss me off because I have to install all the programs that go with it, which gets into what Steven's issue was. So finally, instead of using ease.us for the third time, I went back to Macrian Reflect, which I used last year, and I did the clone and I threw it into the laptop. It booted up 
first time around. So just FYI, when you are cloning hard drives, just in the program that you're using is not making it bootable, especially if you're going from an HDD to an SDD, you might want to try Macrium Reflect or, or another one and make sure it works. All right. Uh, Suncast in our chat at geeks.live uh, said, is there a good place to buy you slash refurbished laptops? Uh, have you seen anything? Because for me, there's a couple of random vendors in Canada that I've seen for primarily desktops. And uh, I bought from them once, uh, bought them through eBay because they're a little cheaper than their site directly. But uh, I don't have much experience with laptops, but you, you've scoured that market. I have, and I have bought from two separate places, and I've witnessed people that have bought from a third place. So I'll talk for, about the two places that I purchased from. One is Woot.com. There's a bunch of refreshed computer uh, availability there, and the availability depends from year to year. Like I was just on there the last couple of days looking for a mini PC to replace an aged desktop that's on my main entertainment center in my great room. And I couldn't find one that I liked, but I, I like the prices there, but I couldn't find one that I liked in, in terms of the capabilities. But in the past, uh, my last two podcasting, no, no, that's not true. So my last podcasting laptop that I bought was from there. And I purchased several from the family before that from there. They've all worked out just fine. Amazon.com, which owns Woot, is also a decent place to go for renewed or refreshed, refurbished laptops. But you just got to be careful about, you know, the brand that you're looking at and that sort of thing. And if if you see a lot of the one brand on there, whatever it is, I don't know what's on there right now. But if you see a lot of Asus's that are refurbished or a lot of Lenovo's or or whatever, I would steer clear of them because obviously they have a manufacturing issue. So those are the two points that I would go to. The third that I've seen people go through is Newegg. And for desktops, it's been okay. But for laptops, I've seen people have to return them because they come in and they're bricked or they get the black screen of death or, or something like that. So as much as Newegg is a reputable company and might just be the small sampling size that I'm dealing with, but Newegg I would be wary of them and Woot and Amazon have been good to me. Woot, Woot. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I'm terrible. Uh, okay, so here's something that I wanted to bring up here this week. Uh, actually, I wanted to bring it up because you had mentioned it to me. I heard through the grapevine that there was a review on the Audio-Technica ATR2100X done by the wonderful Bandrew, former guest of the show, Bandrew. And uh, I'll just defer to you actually on this because I, I heard it was done and it's a little different than my ATR2100X, just a little bit different. Yeah, like yours is uh, AT2100 that you've just printed an X on the side. Right. Of, and Bandrew actually reviewed the real thing. So tell me, tell me, what, what was your thoughts on his review? I think it was, it was truthful. I mean, Bandrew doesn't ever do anything that's not truthful i might have a couple of issues with the way he's done reviews in the past like he's only got a singular voice and that sort of thing but in general the man knows microphones so it's always a pleasure watching and viewing one of his reviews over on uh, the podcastage youtube channel 
So he recently acquired an AT2100X. He played with it for a little while. He did have some issues with it. It's not the best microphone. Matter of fact, he basically said the Samsung Q2U far outperforms it, basically, in his interview and or his review. And he uh, would prefer that one. But there are bonuses with the ATR2100X. First of all, you have the USB-C connection which is the only microphone that's USB, USB enabled. It's got USB-C on it that's dynamic cardioid. And it's got the flush mount a switch on it versus yours. Your switch sticks out on your ATR2100. I also have an ATR2100. I just don't have it in front of me like Steven has his right behind him. And then uh, the, the light is there. But, you know, he had some issues with the gain. He had some issues with the headphone amplifier on the at our 2100x so yeah if you're starting out and you for a traveling podcaster he said that it's it's a, a decent buy basically but he reviews microphones for just beyond podcasting he does singing he does guitar playing and he does the gambit with it so if you're doing something like that you might not want just the atr 2100x if you're traveling you can choose that one. I have found decent luck with the Samsung QTU personally. So, and we just gave one away a couple months ago. So, uh, I, I would tend to go with that one instead. There wasn't much that he seemed to find that would indicate why you would spend the money on the ATR 2100X over the Q2U, uh, which is generally found quite a bit on sales. So it's quite a price difference when you look at sort of regular price of the X versus the Q2U. So to me, that was pretty telling in itself because someone who's looking for a microphone in that price point is probably not going to care that much between the difference between the two. So why wouldn't you go with the cheaper? Well, it's not only cheaper, it sounds better. To a trained ear. To somebody's ear, yes. So I, I think... Okay, well, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, what other reviews show. I, I haven't heard enough variety yet to personally make that statement um, that it's better sounding... The, the QTU is sounding better. I, I would have to hear more reviews. And I would be cautious about where you do get your reviews because... Bandrew buys his own stuff and he's been very forthright about it. There mm -hmm. is some stuff that he gets from the companies and he does disclose that but he also says he prefers to buy it because he can be a little bit more open with it but if you're talking uh if you're watching a review or listening to review from another podcasting channel you just be careful about understanding if they are uh, given the product and if they are producing it for affiliate links yes and bandrew has affiliate links, but that's not why he does it. He literally does it to try to find the right microphone and I can trust him for the most part. And I usually go to him for any review. I mean, you and I have reviewed a lot of microphones as well, but we just don't do them on a weekly basis like Bandrew does. No. So usually no. he gets to the review first and yeah. I watch his review. All right. Let's talk briefly here about a certain explosion that we've seen in recently and it's the quarantine casts this seems to be <laughs> everywhere right now uh it seems like everybody's starting a podcast right now uh because they're at home and i had two thoughts on this number one it's interesting to hear some new ears or new ears some new voices coming into the podcast space and some new content coming in 
But the second thing that I think that is interesting to think about with this is that um, next year, when um, certain people in the industry run the report about how many podcasts are within Apple, uh, we're going to see even more irrelevance to the random number that is put out there because of the fact that all of these quarantine casts will be dead by then or, or, you know, a good majority of them. I mean, if you are doing some, uh, if you're in medical school or doing some medical research and you wanted to get some information about what happened, of course, you'd want to go to peer reviewed journals to start out with. But sometimes, especially with machine learning and artificial intelligence, it does play to go back and review the coverage of the time. And there might be some news tidbits that find their way into podcasts that you're just not able to uh, ping from searches other places. So I could see that being relevant in the future. I, I really can from a lot of different historical research. I'm just but, talking about, though, in general, what people are calling quarantine cast, basically a podcast that is started because they're in their house. It doesn't have to be COVID related. Uh, there's a lot of people who are just starting general podcasts right now. And seriously, if right now the moment that they have decided to start podcasting is because they're stuck at home, we've talked about time commitments a thousand times. The The majority of these people are going to fade as soon as they're back to their day to day lives. So I just I, I think that I think we're about to see a whole bunch more podcasts in these directories that are dead. So, but you know what? Like, I'm not going to poo poo all over it. I'm, I'm really not no. because however people need to entertain themselves right now, go ahead. Uh, that That's fine. I just think that th this is going to lead to that total podcast out there number being even more of irrelevant. Yeah, we've talked on the main podcast about how it, that number is irrelevant, really, how many podcasts are out there because it's at the point where it doesn't matter. There's just a lot of podcasts out there. And then you have to make sure if you are trying to podcast and grow your podcast, you have to compete with everything out there. So that means you got to make the best show that you can. You have to sound reasonable. I'm guessing a lot of these quarantine casts will be made with subpar audio. I'm just guessing. Okay. Can I go on another tangent right now then since you're talking about subpar things? Can I? Oh, yeah. Can you I take that on ramp to I'm going to throw a rant okay. uh, avenue? Okay. Can we talk about how apparently audio and video doesn't matter right now? Because you're right. They're probably being made with subpar audio and video. And, and honestly, why should they care right now when you look at some of these big productions that are being made at home? Take a look at... The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, The Tonight Show, uh, any of these other random talk shows that are doing at-home content right now. Look at radio broadcasts that are doing things at home. It's crap. It's like, generally speaking, it is crap. It, and it, I, I think they're trying, but it's crap compared to what we as people who are hobbyists in live streaming and uh, podcast making and you know the audio mediums and video mediums we have we have done better many of us have done better uh compared to the stuff that's out there and it's like all of a sudden they're they're taken out of their comfort zone and their their formula and they can't embrace at home production and it's insane to me it's insane to me what we're seeing like I have to say the Daily Show is probably one of the better examples that I've seen right now, but it's still like 
come on, you, your budget, you could do so much better right now. It could, you could have those awkward moments where you tell a joke and nobody's there to laugh or whatever. You could even throw in a laugh track if you wanted to make it sound like your usual show. But it's not. It's him on his couch and, and he, they've broken the format. And I just don't like it's not like they're doing it be, because they're taking this opportunity to try something new. They're just working with what they've got. And so I am blown away at the subpar quality with these at home productions compared to some of the things that we have seen through the podcast industry. So anyways, and, and I guess it's a sore spot for me because I think that generally speaking, like I, I, I have a okay little studio here. It's time for a refresh. Maybe, you know, there's a little bit of wear on my backdrop and maybe I need to straighten out my microphones or something. But I, I just feel like I, it's a sore spot. <laughs> Sorry. Straighten out my microphones. Okay there, Mr. OCD. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on the Rant Avenue on-ramp. I'm going to speed up. I'm going to get on there. I'm going to be right with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. But then we're going to come up on this 80-year-old lady that's driving in the middle. It's a two-lane road, driving in the middle of both lanes and is going 40 miles an hour on this avenue that's meant to go 50 to 70 miles an hour, you know, whatever. She's and not right now, though. She's <laughs> not on the road. Yeah, she's no, she's, she's going home. to the grocery. No, she's going to the grocery okay. store for the senior hour that they have at the beginning of the day. So anyway, she's right there and uh, she's slowing us down. And what she's saying to us is that this is temporary. This is not meant to last for a while. There's no need for these people to ramp up their gear to go semi-professional like we kind of are with our gear and that it'll all be over soon and they'll be back in their studios so there's no need to do high quality stuff from home this is kind of a wartime environment where they're making do with what they got that's what the 80 year old lady that's going 40 miles an hour right in front of us that <sighs> neither of us can pass fair enough uh i just i i feel like i feel like they could do better i really do and um especially the audio stations out there like the, there's some pretty crummy sounding radio stations right now but i don't know whatever whatever uh i guess i'll let it go but i just i i i feel like many of these could have a similar level of production that they usually do and also okay i'm going back away from audio because like there there's some of this is going on to to television <laughs> like really oh some <laughs> of it it's all going on to everybody all the national media are doing this they're especially when they have ensemble casts they're casting from home or uh broadcasting from home what what bugs me is the guys and there's several guys and gals out there that are at their desks and this is visual it's not anything to do with their audio but there's audio issues i have with them too so they're at their desk and they've got the camera coming in from the side i don't have any clue if it's a webcam if it's gopro if it's a uh, mirrorless. I I don't know what they're using, but it's you know off to the side. They look reasonably good. And then what happens is they're at their desk and they've got their computer in front of them, and they start banging away yeah. at the desk, being animated. And then all of a sudden the desk is wobbling, and the what is causing the monitor, which are paper thin now, and these monitors are waving back and forth, and my eye is distracted totally away from the dude or gal that's talking and towards the monitor i'm like 
oh my gosh, what are you doing? Or worse yet, they're doing it on a laptop and the laptop camera is wiggling back and forth like Zarian does when he does his little broadcast from home over <laughs> on the guys from Queens Network. And you're like, dude, no, just stop it. Just put put the laptop down. Don't touch it. Don't touch the surface it's on and just let it be because this is ridiculous. You know, that is my issue, especially on a visual medium is that they are detracting from what they're trying to say, what they're trying to communicate, because something is amiss in their background. I mean, I just watched a guy, he's a, he's a, a, a medical correspondent, and he was broadcasting from what looked like his hallway, and he had a, 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 a coat rack right behind him with like a bike helmet and with different sports stuff on it. I'm like, Okay, um, not the backdrop that I would choose, but you know, if that's what you got to work with, okay. Now I know you bike back and forth to work. I mean, he, he lives in New York, so you, you got to figure some people commute in different ways. But so my eye was drawn to that rather than the important information that he was trying to portray about the current pandemic. Yeah. All I know is that, um, I could probably make it look visually better with with the green screen, but we'll we'll just leave that at that, I guess. I have not been asked by anybody <laughs> to go on any of these shows. Have no, you? No, no, no. But you know what? Uh, in the chat at Geeks Live, we do have uh, Damien. Uh, actually, we've got Newsreel saying that I'm going to launch an at home talk show called SJ Tonight, and Damien says it's going to be called Raw Tonight with SJ. So we'll see. Obviously, there's going to be a show coming out soon um, that I'm going to do. Uh, probably not true, but maybe, maybe, maybe you can get the rebel to do it with you. <laughs> okay. So we had a question here, um, from Damien actually. And he said, let's say you've got an upcoming windfall of, uh, I think they're looking at $1,200 right now. What podcasting gear would you spend it on? Now, are we just blanketing $1,200 for any podcast or are we specifically looking at Damien and his needs? Cause I kind of know what his needs are. I don't know. That's his question. He didn't specify. So let's answer how we want and maybe he'll correct us. All right. So it's got a windfall coming no matter what it is, if it's tax, if it's bonus for working through this, or if it's part of the, I don't know what it is now, $6 trillion relief package that the U S federal government is going to institute. So He's just saying, you got 1200 bucks coming. What are you going to do? Well, Damien, for you, I know that you've been eyeing that Zoom L12 for quite some time. I think the Zoom L12 would actually work well in your system. And that's, I believe, 599 The last I checked, it might be a little less than that now. Uh, I think that would work well for you. And I would look at microphone upgrades, uh, whether you want to go with Sennheiser MD46s or not, and maybe make sure everybody has headphones. Those are like the basics that I would go ahead and do. Now, on the other hand, and maybe Steven can talk more about this, he does do a video production. He streams the video mm -hmm. and he is doing an actual playthrough and he puts music in and stuff like that. So maybe throw some at, you know, Pond 5 or Audio Jungle. And then what sort of streaming software? Would you recommend to him whether it's Stream Deck, which is hardware software, yeah. or whatever? Okay, uh, here's what I'd do. Um, if I was, if I was 
It's $1,200. It's the perfect price point right now because I'm generally happy with everything else I've got on audio. Is there a couple things I would change? Yes. I need new in-ear monitors probably. Um, maybe get another DBX286 so that if I do have a second microphone I want to try, I could do that. But but I don't need that. Overall, I'm pretty happy with all of the audio stuff that I've got. If it was $1,200, I would buy vMix Pro um, because of the fact that um, vMix Pro... like. I'm a big advocate of XSplit. I think it's great. I think it's very functional for the price. I like it slightly better than OBS. OBS, though, is great for the price, which is free. If you're not going to spend money, OBS will do tons for you. Some people argue OBS is better than, than XSplit, but uh, I would do vMix because vMix was actually the software that I originally wanted to use, but I couldn't afford it. It, it was expensive. It's $1,200 for the Pro. Um, I could, with my function, get away with probably vMix HD at 350 or vMix 4K at 700 uh, bucks. But I would probably do the Pro just because of the fact that... Um, actually, I don't know. I'm, I might only go 4K versus Pro. The big thing between the two is that with vMix Pro, you can use their, uh, their call-in service to have up to eight people calling in. And if you're not familiar with vMix, the way it works is they have a software that you give people a website address if you want to connect. They connect and they're right there. Their video is passed directly into vMix. Nothing else is needed. You're not getting multi-channel audio. Maybe you could with a little creativity, but you're generally not. Um, so with the uh, the 4K version, you get a maximum of four callers. But I think I'd want that pad just because you never know where you're going to use it to go up to the eight. So that's where I would personally, for me, put the money. And I am answering me personally because I, in the time that you answered, he answered yeah, in the chat saying that. that that he was asking our personal personal recommendation or what our personal thoughts were. And and again, that's just because like I've I've been building for a while, and obviously uh, I will need a computer upgrade. But um, right now, what I've got working now works. And if I was to go to VMix things might get a little bit easier with hardware as well, just because of, uh, I think it's a little better on resources as well. So, so that's where I would personally spend the money, but uh, I'm not going to be getting $1,200. So, <laughs> so since we're talking about a personal upgrade, oh, and I should specify, by the way, vMix is the video switching software. Sorry, I should specify that because not everybody knows what vMix or XSplit or OBS is. Yeah, a lot of our callers or our listeners and viewers are not video streamers. I just knew that Damien was. So it was an easy trip to go down. So for me personally, what I would do with $1,200 in this is probably over budget, but I talked before earlier on in this year, what I would do is get an Electro Voice RE20. That would be number one. Uh, number two, and it's number two for a reason, because I'm kind of waiting for the gear renew to come out this year to see if there's anything new is I would probably go ahead and get a Rodecaster Pro. I'm I'm actually anti, if you know anything about me, and if you listen to the show, I'm kind of anti-Rodecaster Pro. But the reason why I would go Rodecaster Pro is most of the time what I'm doing is I'm recording three tracks. I'm recording a track for myself, I'm recording a track for my soundboard, and then I'm recording an incoming track. And then if I have somebody else in the studio, which I've done a couple of times, I can record a fourth track. So most of the time, I'm recording three or four tracks and the Rodecaster Pro can actually do that. It's also a lower profile than what I have in front of me. 
I have a 4U um, audio rack. And on top of that, I have a 16 uh, channel mixer. And uh, I am going to miss some of those channels if I do that. But I'm looking at going a lower profile, you know, whether that's the Rodecaster Pro or the Zoom L12. And the reason why I would go Rodecaster Pro is because they have the preamps on board. And that would mean I could remove the rack from in front of me and I could put a third monitor on my desk. And the uh, ultimate goal there is to go with three 4K monitors on my desk, slightly bigger, but three 4K monitors on my desk. Right now, I don't have that. I have two monitors on my desk and I have a third monitor on a shelf way over on the other side of the mixer and the uh, 4U. And uh, so that is kind of the ultimate thing. And then I would go for the PC refresh. I was just looking at a new GPU. I, I don't think I need one right now, but eventually I'm going to need a new PC. And I think that's going to be a next year or the year after Bill. I hate to burst your bubble, but um, the Rodecaster Pro isn't going to do that many mix minuses. I don't need a mix minus. But you I said need... you, wanted, you wanted the inputs of different, different people and stuff. Didn't you, you say that? I want myself yeah. and I want another person in the room. Okay. I want my soundboard. Okay. And I want all the incoming. Okay. Gotcha. That the Rodecaster Pro can gotcha. do. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's fine then. I thought you were wanting more than one person. So. I do, but it really depends on if... You know, for the mix minus, it depends on my internet speed, yeah. which I'm yeah. maxed out right now and I can't use it. So, yeah. uh, and, and you're, max, I you're did... maxed out for video. Let, let's yes. be honest. You're not maxed out for audio if you were doing just a pure podcast. Yeah. And okay. You... That, that's fair. But that's also why I want to wait for new gear to come out is yeah. because I want to kind of have something that combines the Zoom L12 and the Rodecaster Pro. And right now I just don't see anything on the market. For that so in a couple of months maybe the christmas buying season the holiday buying season later on this year maybe we'll see something else and that's why i would want to wait yeah. but if i had the money right now that's what i would tend to do i'm curious your comment on the preamps over the l12 well it's not to pre it's the processing excuse me okay it's the it's the processing okay. the um the the deesser the you know the noise gate and that sort of stuff okay. the zoom l12 does not have that that makes sense okay yeah, I won't go any further into it. I was just curious okay. about that. Well, Johnny made a, a, a point here. Uh, wouldn't pay $1,200 to pay for that hard drive recovery. I, I can't say any. I was going to say it's still ongoing, the whole process right now. Um, it's not completed and I can't say anything right now. It's going to end one way or the other. I thought it had already ended, actually, but. Uh, it's it's going to end one way or the other, and I will let everybody know what happens when that happens. But it's it's still ongoing, and right now, no, there's been no data that's been recovered from my hard drive. All right, we got another interesting question. This one was in Discord. This one, I think we're going to have to think about for a second. Uh, what is the quote ultimate end quote podcasting sandwich? <sighs> All right, so the ultimate podcasting sandwich. It can't have anything crunchy. So we can't have, cannot have lettuce on it. So that removes a bunch of things. It could be soggy lettuce. I think you're still going to have trouble. I think you're going to still get the tearing noise. So I... Like I, if you boil spinach? Maybe, maybe. But in the sense of a sandwich that uses lettuce, you, you, we're, let's be realistic here. 
So you're losing a ton of that. Bacon, you're going to have to go with, with something super soft. Again, I think realistically, you're not going to get that on a sandwich. So I, I think you're probably looking at um, a jelly sandwich because the peanut butter is going to make your mouth all gummy. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, talking about gummy mouth. So I was going to say uh, this is the time of the year on Fridays. I usually have a tuna sandwich, a tuna salad sandwich. And there is some celery in there, but they're smaller bites. Okay. I, I can go with you on, on that fact, but here's the thing that I think is the counter to that. Describe your podcast office to me right now, your studio that you're in. Give me dimensions. Give me what's in it. I don't have, if you're asking for what my desk space is in order to eat a sandwich, no, no. I don't. No, I'm asking about how big is the room you're in? Oh, let's see. Uh, it's about 10 feet wide by, I don't know, 15 feet. And what's outside of your your podcast studio? You got the great room off of my right uh, arm over there. And then behind me is the yard, the side yard. Okay. So what you're saying, oh, and, and your computer is generally running a little warm right now, right? Yeah. So what you're saying is you're going to lock yourself in a confined space with a tuna sandwich with warm temperatures. And then you're going to open up your door and let all that smell go into your great room. So you've never, <laughs> we've never discussed this before, but I have this ability, which is a trained ability and, and not because there was any contest or anything. It was simply for survival. I have a trained ability to eat really, really fast, like a whole sandwich in less than a minute. All right. Okay, you might get away with that for the average podcaster. I don't know that you want that all hanging around for for. But you know, if I was so. mad at people in the house, what I would do is I would bring a microwave in here and I would heat it up, and then I would slowly eat it and then open the door. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Sb Sp's doomed beard in the chat said PB and J again. I will say that the peanut butter is the recipe for disaster when you're talking. Um, you know how they used to sadly think about how they used to make animals talk, right? Uh, that's because the mouths get all sticky, right? Um, he also said can't have tuna salad without toasted bread. I will counter with that. <laughs> you can have warmed bread. It doesn't necessarily have to be toasted. And those with mouth or teeth issues know what I'm talking about. Damien's onto something, though. He says, ooh, a French dip. It'll let you get it all ooh. soggy. That'd be okay. Yeah, except for it's going to drip all over your microphone and, <laughs> and your, your keyboard and your laugh. That's and true. Everything. That's true. Fair enough. And plus the space concerns. So I don't know. What What do you th keep them coming in there? Uh, oh, uh, Randy Walker actually said thinly sliced roast beef, watercress, mayo and Dijon and horseradish sauce on a nice hearty sandwich bread. Very I specific. Like I like spicy brown mustard personally. It's kind of like a Dijon and horseradish, but it's kind of not. So, you know, I can do that. All right. So I got a question. Let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. What can I do right now to motivate myself more with podcasting? Because I got to say, like right now, the whole, the whole, I'll be honest, the whole COVID situation, being at home is mentally fatiguing, right? So I, I find my energy levels are actually low. All these people are jumping into podcasting because it's new for them. It's something new for them to try. And we talked about all the benefits that come with trying something new. 
and the excitement and how that can really bring freshness to to your your world. I've been doing podcasting a long time, and right now I'm finding myself a little bit demotivated because of the fact that more n- right now I want to go do mindless things after I've had a day of paying attention to all of the different press releases. Okay, good question. And in all disclosure, I've actually been working. I've worked at work until last Thursday. Then I did Friday and Monday at home and I was off today. I will be going back into the office. Uh, I'm considered central and I will go in uh, periodically. There's three leaders in our immediate area and we'll be trading off. So I'll be going in every third day. So I've got a little bit of respite. And from what you've been telling me, I know that you've been at home. So you're a little bit more burned out than me, but I have put things in place to not get as burned out as you, if I did have to work from home or it was just on admin. And I will go over those for you. Uh, the first of all is I have a home gym. It is not as good as the actual gym, but I do have a home gym and I do use it every day Get on the treadmill every day and I have home weights that I use on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, just like I would normally. So I try to keep that, uh, that, that normal routine up. And along those lines, you might want to get up at the same time that you normally would for work. So try to get yourself into some sort of routine to try to make your life a little bit more uh, palatable while you're cooped up at home. The other thing that I will say is try, and I know what you're saying is, is you've been dealing on press releases. I've actually been watching these press conferences and they've been routine at the federal level here in the United States. It just changed it up in the last couple of days, but sorry to be clear. I have been watching the press conferences. Okay. So what they've been doing here in the United States for the last 10 days or so is that the white house will get on there, the executive branch, the United States government, the president and his team been getting up there around 11 o'clock to noon and they've been doing a one to two hour press conference and really there's been some sweeping things going on in the country so i've been paying attention to that and then the uh the the state governor that i'm in he will give a press conference with his chief of of the department of health and the lieutenant governor they would give a press conference about two every day that has not changed so that, that's still stayed the same the last couple of days about two o'clock they will give a press conference and they have made changes every single day as the situation gets worse. So I've been paying attention to that. That is mentally draining because not only are you watching it every day, even on the weekends, but you are hearing the, the, the news as it's coming on and it just, it just gets worse. So if you can minimize that, I would definitely impart to you to try to minimize it. I'm kind of a news junkie, so I'm going to watch it anyway. And I just realized that this is an issue. I try to get up and do stuff while the conference is going on, do the dishes, vacuum, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> but it, it is mentally draining. And the other thing I would say from a podcasting standpoint is if you need to take a night off, you take that night off. You take that week off. You don't go ahead and podcast. I mean, a good example is Gonna Geek show last week. Stephen was sick, and that's why we didn't really have it. But Chris and I didn't want to go because of the fatigue factor. Plus we didn't want to fatigue Steven even further as he had to edit that show that he had without him. 
and, and so we just decided not to have it last week. We went ahead and had it this week. I think everybody was on board. And for us, it is literally our our time. You know, we go and we talk to our friends online and we we have that. And if you can create that sort of of atmosphere where you're actually talking to your friends and you can agree to totally avoid whatever crisis situation is ongoing or you can agree to completely cover it. Just know that your audience may or may not want to hear either way. You got to know your audience and go with that. And then I would maintain a constant bedtime. I wouldn't try to stay up late at night or whatever. The other thing is there's been a lot of great streaming things that have opened up for people. There have been a lot of podcasting deals with companies that have opened up. If you want to you know, reinvigorate yourself into podcasting, I would, I would look into those. As far as the streaming goes, there's several deals out there for streaming right now. Take advantage of them while you got them, because within a month or two, you're not going to have those advantage. And also take some time just to do stuff around the house. So I've decided that there's a couple of things that I'm going to do. It's springtime. So of course I'm going to do yard work. But another thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to organize what's going on in the house for, for uh, cable management and my entertainment center. So one of the things that I'm doing is I'm cleaning up my workout room, which has an entertainment center in there. And then I'm going to take care of the other entertainment centers. The other thing is I still got that engine I got to rebuild. This is a perfect time to do it as long as I can get the parts. So those sorts of projects where you have a dedicated thing to focus on and you can focus on it while you are either working from home or you are on sick leave or administrative leave or whatever. Those sorts of things can keep you engaged in everything and if you need to take a week off from podcasting, you can take a week off from podcasting. Steven has decided to take a week off from better podcasting once I gave him that advice. So for the rest of the podcast, apparently it's going to be the all SP show. So thank you very much. Oh no, Steven's back. I was standing just off camera listening to the whole thing. Uh, you know, I think they're really good tips. And, and truthfully, I am following a lot of them. And I don't know. I'll, I'll get out of my funk. I think it's it's normal for everybody to be feeling very uneasy right now and very all over the place. So I, I just wanted to mention it because it is how I've been feeling. I've talked offline with SP and, and I'm always happy to share my inner feelings if it reassures anybody uh, in case they're feeling the same way or feeling demotivated right now. And and so I, I hope that that helps somebody because it's to the truth. It's how I feel. I do have one more thing that I want, want to cover. If you do happen to find yourself getting sick, definitely focus on yourself. There is no mm. need to podcast through this. Everybody will understand. Even your sponsors in a lot of cases will understand. You might have to deal with them later, but everybody will understand you focus on yourself and your health. If you need to go see a doctor, go see a doctor. You need to take tests somewhere and make sure you have the flu or the coronavirus or whatever. You, you do that and you just take care of yourself. Don't podcast through illness. First of all, this particular virus, there's going to be a lot of coughing in it, and you're just going to have to edit out all that coughing, even if you do not stream live, if you if you record and then you publish the um, uh, episode later. So those are the things that you should look out for. If you're getting sick, don't worry about it. Just call it off. And and you, you don't even have to tell everybody you're sick. Just, ah, I'm just not feeling it because of what's going on right now. And you never have to disclose that you got sick, but just take a couple of weeks off. 
All right. Well, we're going to get wrapping up here pretty soon, but I'll turn it to you for one more point there, SP. I know there's something else you wanted to mention. What do you want to mention? Eh, there's a couple of things I wanted to mention, but one thing I will mention is I am not missing the barrage of constant podcasting conference talk. Oh my God. Have you, have you nailed it on the head there? I, I, I everything's canceled right now, or they don't know if like podcast movement is going to happen later on in August and that sort of thing. But you're not hearing the this weekend I was attending whatever event, wherever it is, right? It's almost every weekend now. And it's just this constant barrage of, okay, there is something to be said about that. We've talked about it before. If you're actually in the mode where you think it's going to help your show or if you're monetizing whatever, okay, you should probably go to a podcast conference just to make those connections. And if you just want to meet people that you hear, you can meet them at podcast conferences, but don't think you're going to do something that's going to rocket you to number one on the podcast charts just by going to a podcast conference. It's not going to happen. And I hate the constant, the constant promotion of everything. Every weekend, there seems to be one event here, one event there. It's worldwide now. It just, it grinds on me and it gets to the point where I've tuned out the podcast space for weeks at a time because I just don't want to hear about it anymore. It's because it's nothing new that happens. Or if there is some tidbit that's new, I'll catch it in the, some newsletter. I, you know, it, it doesn't, I don't have to pay attention to the specific event. Uh, since we podcast on the podcast space, I do eventually have to pay attention to the bigger things, but just like, I don't know, Stephen, we've actually never gone to a dedicated podcast conference before, but there's no need to as hobby podcasters. No, we're, we're not there to sell anything. We're not there to kiss babies and shake hands, which you shouldn't give do. Stickers away, give candy um, away. We're not there to pat ourselves on the back and then pat each other on the back. So, uh, well, well that'd be good. I'd give you a hug, coronavirus or not. I'd give you a hug if we met in person. I don't know that I'd give you a hug right now. I'll be honest. I, 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 you That's know, fair. I, I, would respect, I would respect, <laughs> I would respect that personal space right now. I would, but this virus aside, I, if we if it saw was each any other, other time, absolutely. Okay. 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 That's fair. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I probably would anyways, whatever. Uh, but uh, you had one other thing you said you wanted to mention, right? Yeah. Uh, so the other thing is I was looking into GPUs and I know a lot of people don't do anything video related, but I was looking into GPUs mostly because my son decided to upgrade last weekend because there was some deal going on at Micro Center. So he went out and got himself an AMD RX 5700. A graphic card for his computer. He upgraded from a 960 GTX, I believe it was. And this is going to be a major upgrade for him. But I was, I was curious. I was like, okay, because I've been looking at the 2080 graphic cards for a while. And I just don't think I'm going to be able to afford them. They're like a thousand dollars or more. But one came across my email and it was the RTX 2070. And it was an eight gigabyte uh, graphics card. And I was like, huh, I wonder how that stacks up against what my son got. So I did the comparison charts. As it turns out, it, there is a difference, but it's not a lot of difference. And the uh, RX 5700 is at least $100, if not more, like $150 less than the 
RTX 2070. So that kind of surprised me. So I think my son actually did good. He he likes the PC games. So I think this will be a good buy from him. If you go up to the 4K ray tracing, you might find some benefit eventually in the next year or so with the 2070. And if I was going to buy something, I'd buy for the long haul. So I probably get a gigabyte uh, 2070 or RTX 2070. But it's around the $500 mark, whereas the other you can get on sale for $350. So graphic cards change every year. And this is an upgrade for the 2070. And it seems to be in that sweet spot right now. I'm running a 1060 and I had wanted to upgrade to a 1080. I missed the boat on that. So 2070 is going to be an increase on that. And for 500 bucks, I think that's what I was willing to pay for a 1080 anyway. So I think this will be a good thing for it. If you like gaming or if you like video podcasting, I'd be curious as to what you are using or looking at upgrading to in your systems. I don't think I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on that yet, but it looks like a card that I would be willing to upgrade to, at least in, in my case, the RTX 2070. But if you're looking at a cheaper option, that AMD RX 7500 looks like a good card. But that's going to go ahead and wrap it up. Again, this was our live chat or live Q&A. If you want to chat with us in between our different episodes, head over to our Discord server at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. We would love to have you over there. Lots of fun chat happening, including podcast and not podcasting stuff. So please come on over there and also check out the Gunna Geek Network. The Gunna Geek Network has some amazing geeky content. You should check that out at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And I heard that SP, now that he's at home, he's going to relaunch uh, eight different podcasts. And he's not ended eight different podcasts, but he's going to just pick some other random ones and relaunch them. I, I, you know what? I was thinking about relaunching the Legends of Shield Longbox Edition podcast, but I can't because they stopped shipping the comic books out now. So, <coughs> comicology. Uh, well, I, there has been no official announcement on what they're going to do there. That's true. So, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then, if you are listening to this and you want to explore joining a network, you can. Look at the criteria that we have set on the Gunna Geek Network by going to gunnageek.com slash join and see if you want to look into joining the Gunna Geek Network. So on that note, for another Better Podcasting live chat, I'm Stephen John Drew saying, seriously, come by the Discord. We would love to just have a little bit of fun chat with you. Keep you entertained while you're at home. And I'm SP saying, wash your hands, don't touch your face. We'll see you guys in two weeks for this. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.